I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Friday night to you. Happy Saturday. Happy weekend. Happy whatever. I'm going to be here with you for the next two hours. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And thank you to everybody listening all over North America. So whether you're in Canada, Toronto, Edmonton, you could be out in Vancouver. Or you could be in Hawaii, you could be in Alaska, you could be in Miami. You could be right here with me in Atlanta, Georgia. And if you're in Atlanta, Georgia, somebody listening on 92.9 The Game is on their way to Magic City. Good for you. Have fun. Maybe you're going to Blue Flame. Have fun. I won't name any other places, but have fun. I don't care where you're at, what you're doing, all over North America. Have fun. Because that's what I'm going to do here with you on air for the next two hours if you want to talk to us it's simple 855-212-4CBS that is 855-212-4CBS we get started 10 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Pacific you can always hit rewind on the free Odyssey app you can hit pause there as well you can do what you want thank you to people listening on our many affiliates folks tuned in on Sirius XM channel 158 Everybody on the highways, on the roads, and also everybody tuned in on a smart speaker. If you can safely, keyword, safely, utilize social media, by all means, reach out to us. It's at JR Sport Brief. And then, Shep, what's your social, what's your social media, Shep? At the Good Shepherd underscore. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. The Good Shepherd underscore. And so we'll be here with you for two more hours. Uh, We've had an opportunity to talk about Kyrie Irving, the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, about his situation. And it's just, it's crazy how fast things can change. And it's no different in the world of sports. I think most of us can relate uh, to that same same saying in, in life. Like one day something is here and it's good, and the next day it's not. The Brooklyn Nets were just annihilating everybody in the NBA. I think they won 18 out of 20 games, and Kevin Durant goes down, and then they're not. And now Kyrie Irving, basically, he wants out. He wants nothing to do with this. I mean, it was only a few days ago that Kyrie Irving was playing basketball for the Nets, and uh, Jacques Vaughn was praising him uh, for his work and, and how good he is with his teammates, and now he's about to be out the door. Listen to Jacques Vaughn. What people don't understand is uh, the confidence that it gives the other guys. And so there's something to be said about that. Like, you know, the game gets close. It's a three-point game. It's a six-point game. And uh, when the ball is in the hands of a guy that you know who can produce a shot, there's a comfort level that kind of uh, – 
permeates with the rest of the group. Like, we're going to get a quality possession right here. We're going to get a good shot right here, and it's probably going to go in. Uh, so there, it relieves some of the stress that could happen at the end of a game with the other guys. Uh, I think that's really the key of having dudes who can just get you a bucket at the end of a game. Now it doesn't matter because in a few days, everyone who was a teammate of Kyrie Irving will watch him on another squad. And that's just how it is. And I think a lot of us can relate to that in any aspect of life. You're here with somebody one day and the next day it's over. It's done. You're making plans, long-term plans with someone to do amazing things and one day it's here. And the next day, it's done, it's over. And you're left to evaluate everything that has taken place and, and what do you do to move forward and then you pick up the pieces and you move forward and you just go, well, damn. It was just all good, and now it's done. And it's not just in the NBA. These stories are magnificent. I don't care, just in sports in general. I don't care if it's the NFL. Like with Derek Carr, the stories are great. You couldn't write a novel. I feel like every time Shep asks me about a movie, I go, I don't know what that is. You know enough. I know enough. But who needs a movie when I got storylines like this? We got we got we got athletes fighting during games. I'm an adult. I don't I don't care. Let them fight. I don't care. I'm an adult. I know better. And if your kids don't know better, teach them. That's your business. We got people who want to leave. We got organizations who say, we don't want you anymore. We got players who say, I don't want to be here. Sign me up. I wish I got a different trade request every day. Sign me up for that. I mean, I feel like it's, it's been about a month in the NFL that the Raiders have told Derek Carr, man, we don't want you no more. You ain't nothing to us. Josh McDaniels is just like, man, that contract extension or one-year rental, if we don't want you, we don't want you, and now we don't. The Raiders couldn't win a close game to save their lives this past season. They finished with a record of 6-11. and People are looking at Josh McDaniels going, what are you doing? People are looking at the Oakland Raiders, or excuse me, they should be in Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders, and they're saying, why is Josh Jacobs a free agent? Why does Mark Davis run around with a haircut that he gave himself at home? There are so many questions with the Raiders. If they have a bright spot, it is their stadium. I absolutely love their stadium. I could live in that place. Allegiant Stadium, they gave me a tour. I could live there. But the fact is, the Raiders are comedy. They're a joke. They're a story in a movie that I can watch and, and replay every single day because every time I watch, I'm going to find something new to laugh at. 
And, and recently, the story is Derek Carr, the man who they drafted, who they don't want, and now they have to figure out about moving him. They were so through with Derek Carr that at the end of the year, they said, you know what, let's just go ahead and put another free agent out there, a future free agent. Let's put Jared Stidham out there onto the field and see what he can do. The answer is nothing. And now here they are with an escape clause, an escape hatch with Derek Carr. And Derek Carr has played the good soldier. Derek Carr went home when they realized, or he realized, when they all realized, there's no future here with the Raiders for Derek Carr. And so he went home. Ironically, Derek Carr is representing the Vegas Raiders at the Pro Bowl right now. He replaced uh, uh, Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow is hurt. Or at least he's just minding his business on vacation. And so it's pretty hilarious. Derek Carr has even found room to joke about the fact that the Raiders do not want him. He talked about uh, practice and how good he was doing and heating up. And yeah, if he was any good, then maybe the Raiders would still want him. Uh, Derek Carr is full of jokes. Listen to this on ESPN. By himself. Listen, Derek. You've thrown touchdown passes in Vegas before. You've been on fire. Have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas? Not that hot. Uh, It's probably why I'm going somewhere else. Oh, well, that was cute. Hey, Shep, you were talking about comedy the other night. Maybe Derek Carr can do stand-up. I wouldn't put it past him. He could do stand-up. Self-deprecating humor. It might be in his alley. And when you have the year that he just did, you might you might have a lot of room for comedy. 14 interceptions up and down. A Derek Carr has been insulted by so many players in the NFL. Oh, Derek Carr is afraid of contact. Derek Carr, if you hit him, he doesn't like to be hit. Well, damn it, who likes to be hit? Nobody. But why is Derek Carr the quarterback that so many defenders try to pick out and, and rip apart? What makes Derek Carr so damn special, or not special, what makes him a a moving target? Because he's a nice guy? Because at press conferences, he will cry with passion about how difficult it is to perform for he and his teammates and, and what they go through to go play? So what, am I missing something? Is, is Derek Carr a, a football punk? I've met Derek Carr. I like him. He's a nice guy. But he's a human pinata. And perception is reality in the NFL. And it's not just a matter of perception. The reality is, over the past several seasons, it doesn't matter how many offensive coordinators he's had. It doesn't matter how many coaches he's had. Interim coaches. He's always just been okay. Derek Carr has been good. Good enough to win you some games. Good enough to potentially get you into the playoffs. But no one is ever going to wake up and believe that Derek Carr is going to take you over the proverbial hump. 
And so right now, knowing that there is going to be just a separation between Derek Carr and the Raiders, the Raiders have until February 15th. If they want to hold on to this guy, if they want to trade him, and if they don't, his salary and part of his salary for next year, about $40 million of his check becomes fully guaranteed. If you're the Raiders, you don't want that. If they cut him, all of that goes by the wayside. Wouldn't you want something in return for Derek Carr? But if you're another team... Why would you want to give anything up when you could get him for free? The other element is you can agree to a trade, but you can't formally trade Derek Carr until the new league year starts on March 15th. You're handcuffed. And so Derek Carr has made it very clear via report. He ain't helping out the Raiders. He's not extending any type of deal he actually said so I don't think that would be best for me and the other element here is that Derek Carr has a no trade clause we did a lot of talking about this man Kyrie Irving having all the say holding all the cards Kyrie Irving played the Brooklyn Nets well Derek Carr can to a similar degree, do the same thing right here with the Raiders. They have a limited window to trade him. And let's be real. Who is just, who's screaming out? Who's going to crawl through the desert to Vegas to go trade for Derek Carr? Who's going to do that? What team is Derek Carr going to where he's going to make a massive difference? Jets. <coughs> You think going to Carolina is going to do something? What, what, what's, what's, what are the Panthers going to do with Derek Carr? Suffer? And what are you going to trade for him? A first rounder and maybe two first round? What for Derek Carr? No, thank you. The New York Jets? The Jets have been in the toilet forever. The Jets haven't won a championship since, oh, my God, it sounds ridiculous to say, 1969? Super Bowl number three? What is he doing? Is he getting the Jets over the hump, or are they just going to the playoffs? Who else wants Derek Carr? Nobody. And then you got to, if you trade for him, Now you got to pay him $40 million over the next couple of years? Who wants that? Derek Carr has made his money. He may just have to start over. The Raiders don't want to pay him this money. The Raiders wish they could trade him, but the Raiders ultimately, they might have to cut him because Derek Carr has a no-trade clause. And if you trade him, Derek Carr also comes with baggage. His contract, $40 million per over the next several seasons. Nobody wants to pay that. It's pretty bad. Derek Carr, in talking to the NFL Network, he made it clear. Yeah, my time with the Raiders is done. I'm looking forward to where the hell I got to play next. 
I'm thankful for my time here in Las Vegas and in Oakland. Um, and I'll always be thankful and grateful. But it comes a time when it's just it's time to move on, and um, that's this time. And so um, I'm excited. Can't wait to see where God takes us next. I'm going I'm to give that city everything that I have. Um, but for, for just one more time, you know, I get to represent the Raiders. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to do that for our fans and uh, to get to say goodbye in our stadium. Uh, didn't know. How, what, what my next time in the stadium would be, but for it being the fourth Pro Bowl, that's a pretty good time. That's comical. That's comical. Derek Carr shouldn't even have said that. I have an opportunity and a chance to represent the Raiders one more time in the Pro Bowl? That joke? One of my friends from, from Paris, one of my friends from Paris he texted me this afternoon. He messaged me and he goes, is the Pro Bowl that bad? He's like, what are they doing? He, they, they're doing mini games? I'll read you the message. What did he say? Oh, my God, where's, where's Seb? Is it me? Or are the Pro Bowl festivities worse every year? And this year it hit a new record. Throwing water balloons, playing golf, and flag football on Sunday? This is what Derek Carr is happy to represent with the Raiders one more time? It might actually represent what the rest of his career might look like. It's a joke. And so it might actually be appropriate that Derek Carr is representing the Raiders with one last hurrah at the Pro Bowl because the Pro Bowl is a joke. And I hope this isn't the case. But it appears that Derek Carr, maybe his career has peaked. Who's trading for this guy? Who's giving up first rounders for Derek Carr? Who's saying here's $40 million for the next bunch of years? There's always some sucker out there so I'm not going to close the door. But I say this, don't do it. The Raiders might just have to cut the man. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What are your thoughts on Derek Carr? Is there an ideal situation for him? I don't see one. I wouldn't trade Derek Carr I won't be mean. I wouldn't want him on my team. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What do you think about Derek Carr? What's the ideal situation for him? I don't think one exists. I'll get you on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Wow, it's exciting talking to you, Mr. JR. You are clear, concise, accurate, and honest. I love listening to you. Call in now at 855 212 
for CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We have so much uh, potential movement right now in the NFL, especially once this Super Bowl comes and goes. We were talking about Derek Carr right before the break. And then we have, I guess this is good news. Shout-outs to everybody in Seattle. Uh, Geno Smith recently shared that things are looking very good for Geno when it comes down to a return to Seattle. And and why not? I mean, Geno Smith is, is 32 years old. He's had a lot of downs. I was going to say ups and downs. Hey, Shep, what's the biggest up? in Geno Smith's NFL career. Is there an up? Yeah, to, to me, it's... it's. Look, I know it wasn't the result they wanted in the playoffs, but it's making the playoffs when most writers in the Pacific Northwest had this team winning four or five games this season. Well, yeah, that means there's... The end of his career has been an up. <laughs> I mean, is... The, I, I can't say ups and downs because there ain't been no ups. Well, listen, he... Re- however we feel about Mr. Unlimited, he replaced the Hall of Famer and he was an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, but that was... That's the only up. Right. And so good for Geno Smith. It looks like Geno Smith is going to come to a contract extension uh, with the Seattle Seahawks and good for them. That's a nice story because when Geno Smith was on the New York Jets... He owed one of his teammates money, and he got punched in the face. I wish I was exaggerating. I wish I was telling you a story. I'm telling you the truth. And now Geno Smith is an Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl caliber quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, so good for him. I assume Geno Smith will make somewhere between 30 and $35 million per year on, I don't know, a three, three-year deal. I wouldn't want to sign him past that. And so good for Pete Cowell, having a quarterback that will take him, uh, I don't know. He'll be average. Good for Geno Smith. He'll be good, but I can't see them going anywhere. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got a lot of callers. They have a lot of opinions about Derek Carr and his future, and, and they have thoughts on Kyrie as well. And, uh... I think we got some people who care about that guy who got punched in the face tonight. Yeah, Mo Bamba, you seven feet tall. How you getting punched in the face by Doc Rivers' son? It's terrible. Here's the phone line, 855-2124-CBS. Who's this? Let's talk to John. He's calling from Miami. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Big fan of the show, man. Thanks for having me on. Um... I just really wanted to say where I know where Derek Carr definitely shouldn't go, and it's definitely not the New York Jets. I can't picture a worse marriage. And I just say that because I know that there's a lot of talk about who's going to be the quarterback for the New York Jets next year, and they've been linked to uh, Derek Carr a little bit. But, wow, would that be a disaster? And wouldn't it make for a great story? I know you like your stories. Oh, you know I like a story. Personally, I agree with you. I think it, I think Derek Carr and the New York Jets would be a match made in hell because <laughs> no I, I, Sorry. Derek Carr I don't think he's he's one of these I don't think he's built for New York Derek Carr was having press conferences with the Raiders this man was crying after press conference 
He's going to go to New York and cry in front of the New York press? They're going to destroy this guy. You can't do that. And he, this is nothing to take away from Derek Carr and his talent. He's good. He's middle of the road when it comes down to quarterbacks. He is a starting quarterback in the NFL. But Derek Carr isn't someone I believe is going to drive you forward on a consistent basis. He would be eaten alive in New York. I agree with you, John. What about Carolina? Yeah, he can go there and disappear, so good for him. <laughs> Thanks, I'm just J-Rod. saying. You're welcome, John. I'm just being real here. Derek Carr goes to the Panthers, and what? What are the Panthers going to do? Nothing. Anywhere that Derek Carr goes, the team is going to be okay. Derek Carr will be fine. Derek Carr will get you 25 to 30 touchdowns. He's going to throw about 15 interceptions, and the team will be okay. And that's on a good year. And John had an excellent point. Derek Carr in New York? Nope. He doesn't. Derek Carr does not want that. That man will be sitting in the fetal position, rocking back and forth, shivering by week eight. Just just shivering, leaning back and forth, looking up at the stars, trying to figure out what the hell he's doing here. You know, Derek Carr had to go through so much crap with the Raiders, he's already shell-shocked. I remember this from a month and a half, two months ago. You know, Derek Carr was just so emotional, and God bless him, he was so emotional after a loss and the criticism that the team faced. And he's like, man, you you guys, you media, you press, the public has no idea what we do to go and play this game. Listen to Derek Carr. This man was crying. He, he's supposed to fit in New York. I'm just pissed off about some of the things, you know, that a lot of us try and do just to practice what we put our bodies through just to sleep at night. And for that to be the result of all that effort pisses me off. Pisses a lot of guys off. It's hard. I'm a jerk. Knowing what some guys are doing. Yeah, just to sleep at night. Like I said, just to practice. To sleep. But they're putting night. in their body just to sleep at night. Oh no! Like just so we could be there for each other. Yes. <laughs> Wipe the boogers. And I wish everybody in that room felt the same way about this oh, place. No. Oh no! And as a leader, that pisses me off. Oh wow! Where's the Kleenex? Where are the bears? Where are the toilet tissue bears at? He needs some of the toilet tissue from the bears. Where, get the bears in here. That, that, that's not going to fly with the New York Jets. <laughs> that's not going to fly with the New York Jets. Can I say one thing, JR? Go ahead. So, uh, Josh McDaniels. How has yeah, he done as a head coach? Him. Josh McDaniels. How has that guy done outside of being, uh, you know, offensive coordinator with Bill Belichick, and how has he done as a head coach when he was with the Broncos? Oh, he's getting laundry, and he sucked with the Broncos. <laughs> okay. He quit. 
Okay, he was 11 and 17, right? He quit. Now, Jack Del Rio, he's not making the Hall of Fame anytime soon, right? No, he's not. He, okay. Well, he's he's making a Hall of Fame a jerk. Okay, fair. Okay, we remember that statement he had, right, as a, as a D coordinator with the Washington you-know-what. Now, Derek Carr went 12-3 and three with Jack Del Rio. Now, Rich Basaccia is probably never going to be a head coach again. The Raiders with Derek Carr were a possession away from beating the eventual AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Derek Carr has had success in this, in this league as a franchise quarterback. Josh McDaniels has not. They scapegoated Carr because McDaniels is very has a very beneficial contract as a head coach, and he didn't want to be the fall guy. But you and I both know the demise of this franchise on multiple occasions now has been hiring the two worst possible head coaches, that being Gruden and then eventually McDaniels. Carr was not the reason the Raiders struggled. It's the head coach, and you and I both know that. Carr's ain't had success, but Daniels is not. Ain't nobody blaming Derek Carr for nothing. Okay, good, good. Well, I, I can I, go past. I, I, I feel like he's past, getting... <laughs> I can go past Derek Carr, and I can I can even go past Mike Mayock. I can look at Dummy from Dumb and Dumber who owns the team. Sure. Because, ain't nobody blaming Derek Carr. Well, good because I I do feel like they skateboarded him this year. I feel it's like it's not Derek a matter Carr's... of skateboard. If I'm the boss, right, and I get a job. I can keep and have who I want. If they were, con- it's not about scapegoating him for this year. But they did. No, they did not. They they basically told him you're not you're not playing the no, rest no, of the no, season. No. This is an individual no. that has been with this franchise for nearly a decade. He's been the face no, of it. You don't say don't, go home the last two weeks. No, it's not a two week process. If they felt confident in Derek Carr, they wouldn't have created a potential out in his contract after the first year. If you're scapegoating somebody, when you get to the end, you go, hey, man, ah, well, we need to blame somebody. We're blaming him. Before we even got to that point, this Raiders team, this Raiders franchise, their new head coach who came in because he was ironing Bill Belichick's shirts, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, and, and they took the position of, We're going to give him a contract extension. He has one. But if we don't want him here, we can let him go. And he had his ups. He had his downs. And they let him go. If he was good enough of a quarterback, you know what you don't do? Have an out. You keep him. You hold on to him. This is a foregone conclusion. Here's the deal. He is okay, and and it may suck for the Raiders. They might be 6-11 and 11 or whatever the case might be next year unless they can get an upgrade. And if Aaron Rodgers is to go to the Raiders, then what are we going to say there? Are we going to feel bad for Derek Carr? Not me. I'm going to say good for them. They upgraded. If they, if they had him and it was the end and then they said, all right, we're done with you, then fine. They had this idea set for a long time. We're going to keep Derek Carr, and if we don't want him at the end of this season, we're going to let him go. If you want somebody, you hold on to him. You don't give them options. They had an option with Derek Carr from the beginning, and they decided to let this man go. Somebody give him a hug, because wherever he goes next, 
Man, I think it's going to be just as bad. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls here on CAR. Uh, we got people want to tell me about Kyrie. I want to tell you about a story I just saw about zoo animals in Dallas. Yeah, there's a lot to do. I ain't stutter. Yeah, I said zoo animals in Dallas. I know it's been cold out there, but what the hell is going on with the zoo? It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for your brand of sports talk. You are the best. And I appreciate you keeping us entertained, informed with your hard hitting and beautiful style of sports talk. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We got the Pro Bowl games on Sunday, Pro Bowl games. We have the Super Bowl a week from Sunday. We got athletes all over the place just expecting and wanting to be traded like Derek Carr and and Kyrie Irving. I have to bring your attention to this, though. For all my hockey fans out there, The All-Star Game for the NHL is tomorrow afternoon. It's going to take place in in Miami, right outside of Miami. And enjoy. I mean, they were were playing in, I don't know, what what do you call them? Shep, what do you call these things? I want to call them mini games. Like the Pro Bowl? What, What do you call Skills competitions, right? I believe so. I saw hockey players running around on the ice in Bermuda shorts and uh, Hawaiian shirts. Nice seeing the captain. Oh, Mark Messier. Yes. Yeah, I saw Mark. He's a nice. You met Mark Messier? No, I, I have not met him personally. No. I like. Him. He's a nice guy. He's like such a nice guy. He is a very nice guy. He's a nice guy. I never met. Have I met Wayne Gretzky? I, I heard. I heard he is the great one uh, for who is as a person as much as he is a hockey player. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he is. Name some jerks, Shep. Go ahead. Say it. Name some jerks. Some jerks in the industry? No, just, no, just, I'm not, <laughs> I didn't ask you. Just, I said name some, some jerks. Some jerks as athletes? Big. I mean, I, I hate to say this. I mean, Michael Jordan, we know, is a, is a, he's a jerk. He's an undisputed jerk when it comes to how he treats men. Yeah. Not, not women, but he treats well, men I like mean, crap. I mean, well, if Michael Jordan's son is dating <laughs> yeah. Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. What else? What else am I gonna say after that? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. No, you, you can't say. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns isn't the nicest guy in the world. You, you know that? Yeah, I've, I've, I've dealt with him. He's not the nicest guy in the world. Oh, what? from New Jersey? Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little, little, little into himself. Thinks a little too highly of himself, and there's uh, no correlation there to uh, why he's not, uh, you know, underachieving. Yeah. Wow. He's just not a very nice guy. A seven-foot jerk from New Jersey. <laughs> Could play basketball. Has Hall of Fame talent. No, no disputing that. Man, but, uh, if you don't like him, I don't like him. 
Hey, fair enough. No, that's how it goes, Chef. If you don't like somebody, I don't like them. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a few others that aren't the nicest people in the world that I've come across in the NBA circles. I tell you who's a really nice guy, and you, should, and you know this probably with your time in Atlanta. Zaza Pachulia, one of the nicest freaking people. He ain't here no more. What is he doing? No, I understand. Uh, he's, he's, I think uh, he's an executive with the Warriors. For, yeah, I think. Yeah, he's an executive on the West Coast. Right, right. Yeah, I don't see him out here. Yes. No, but I don't care about nice guys. Oh, gotcha. You tell me all the people. You don't have to tell me live on the air. <laughs> so I don't mind telling you on the air. No, don't do that. Okay, don't do that. Got it. But you tell me everybody you don't like, and I don't like them either. All right. I think I may have met Carl Anthony Towns a long time ago. I don't got a. I ain't got no problem with him. I got a problem with him now. Yeah. Well, he's just. If, he's, oh no no no! Slow down! No yeah. no! If I see him, I'm not. I'm not talking to him. Good. I'll say I'll say hi. I'll be cordial, but I don't want nothing to do with him. You know why? Because he ain't treat you good. I I appreciate that. Um, I'm trying. I don't to like that. I I I very much appreciate that. There's a, there's yeah, a lot more beef. nice. There's a lot kinder people than there are nasty people. Michael Jordan, Carl Anthony Towns, some of the nastier people that I've that I've interacted with. I, I'm, let me. Can I just tell you one of the nicest people I've ever met? Sure. In the industry, um, Michael Thompson. Obviously, Clay Thompson's dad, uh, multiple-time champion with the L.A. Lakers, could not be a nicer guy. I'll tell you another guy who's, who's one of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life, D- uh, the Admiral. Oh, David. Oh, he's a nice guy. Such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, David Robb. He's a nice guy. He's a giant. You know what? We should have David Robinson set Carl Anthony Town straight. <laughs> he could, pro- could probably still block him. You know you know the nicest person uh, also in, in sports? Um Ooh. I don't think you, I don't. I've never met anyone that had anything negative to say about this person in my life. And he played all his years in New York, and he's known as the Sandman. Oh, Mariano Rivera, one of the nicest people. Not 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 just athletes. One of the oh, nicest yeah. people I've ever met. Yeah, Mariano ever. Rivera don't talk to nobody. He's good. Yeah, great guy. Nice guy. Mariano Rivera don't want to do nothing but go to church and throw fastballs. <laughs> but you know, that uh, cutter. Bernie Williams is another nice guy. Very yeah, Bernie's nice. Bernie's amazing. Um, you know, you know who's a nice guy who had a, a ten-minute uh, conversation with one time, um, no. and he's misunderstood. He's, he's temperamental. He's not. He's uh-huh. not in the same headspace that he used to be. Here we go. Um, but he's he's going to be eighty-two soon. Eighty-two. Uh, the general. The general the, of what? The general. Now, not literally, but his figure. You know, figuratively, he went by the general. Coached at Bloomington for twenty-nine years, I want to say, and then he went to Texas Tech. Uh, he was at one time the head coach of Army, um, a.k.a. West Point. One of the nicest people I've ever met. But he's got a very rough exterior. Who the hell are you talking about? Robert Montgomery Knight. Bobby Knight? One of the nicest people ever, yeah. Well, he didn't punch you in the throat, so that's okay. <laughs> no, well, he had a couple incidents. We know what happened with the Olympics. We know what happened with Neil he Reed. He didn't hit you. Yeah, no. he didn't hit you with a chair. He, he didn't, didn't curse you out. No, he did not. But what he says to this day is there was an older woman, and she didn't have the best view in the world, and she was oh. standing up. So he said, I want to make oh. the view of that woman a little bit easier, and I respect that. I would say the meanest person that people I've met, and I like him, is, uh, damn, what's his name? <laughs> so mean you forgot him, huh? I forgot his name. No, I did. <laughs> He's a nice guy. Uh, he, he managed Alex Rodriguez. What's the manager? Scott Boris? Not no, oh, Lou, oh, Lou oh, not the agent, not the agent. Got it. no, oh, no oh, Lou Pinella. Oh yeah, they're not saying boo, they're saying Lou. Yeah, I love Lou Pinella. Yeah, I had like an hour long conversation with Lou Pinella one one uh, weekday, and we just we just chilled. That's very just cool. hung out. That's very cool.
right on the what is that thing called? Uh, right on the, the Hudson River downtown, Lower Manhattan. We just chilling. Yeah, listen, me and Lou Pinella. He under listen. He was great with the uh, great with the Reds. Um, you know, no, as no, 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 no. Well, Lou he, Pinella was great when he was cussing out umpires. <laughs> sure, that's when he was great. Managed the Yankees a number of times. He did. He managed quite a few teams, and he uh, cursed a bunch of people out in the process. Yeah, sure. Hey, we got Diego from Boston here. Hey, Diego, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? How's it going, guys? It's going. Um, I first just want to say I was uh, dying laughing earlier when you were playing uh, the sound of a uh, Derek Carr at the press conference, um, just because him saying, you know, whatever it was, you know, to go to sleep at night, that had me dying. And ultimately, I'm no pro athlete or anything, but I do feel like it comes down to, like, you got to do better. You got to do better. And I just don't think another team is really going to risk picking him up, Uh, not due to his, like, performance. But, I mean, if you look at it, it is due to the performance, how long he's been with the Raiders how far he's gotten them, but it, they, he could never nail it. And and really, I just want to say, yeah, I, I agree with you, and you gave me a really good laugh tonight, man. Hey, listen, Derek Carr did it. I'm just here telling the truth. It, <laughs> what what does Derek Carr think uh, the, the Raiders are exclusive? Like half Absolutely. the NFL is taking a shot to go to sleep at night. What does he think he's special? Yeah. Like, get out of here. Absolutely. So thank you so much. You're welcome, Diego. Don't don't laugh too much. Thank you for calling from Boston. It's true. Like, who gave Derek Carr? Why why aren't more players crying at the press conference? Is Derek Carr the most emotional guy in the league? You have no idea what we go through to go to sleep at night. Come on, man. Everybody's taking Toradol. I mean, we got so we got people listening to me right now. They want to go to sleep. They're stuck listening to me. They want to go to sleep. Get over it, Derek Carr. Go to bed. This man is going to end up being a quarterback for some miserable-ass team, and he's going to be miserable too. Speaking of somebody miserable, I just can't believe what Antonio Brown said. I'm going to play that on the other side. CTE my ass. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.